Welcome to Geek's Corner, I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Ernest Hemingway once survived two plane crashes in two days. After the second, he was assumed dead for 24 hours until he emerged from the jungle carrying a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin. Wow. No one knows where he got the gin. Of course not. Keep and I'm Cameron. Good, welcome back, Cameron. Yeah, you should use the hashtag Geek's Corner to talk to us about Ernest Hemingway or anything else. Good job. I don't even know what happened there. And I'm, I'm really stunned. Why would you get on an airplane the day after? I don't know. Yeah. Like, that kind of baffles me. It's like, if I went down yesterday, I would not be getting back on the plane today. It's Ernest Hemingway. It's Ernest Hemingway. He needs something to write about. Seriously. Hashtag, it's Ernest Hemingway. No. Hashtag, Geek's Corner. That Hashtag, Geek's Corner. Hashtag, it's Ernest Hemingway. On Twitter. That is correct. How was everybody's We're weekend? Very confused. Great. Tra travel, travel. I wanted to everybody say travel traveled this everybody weekend. Everybody traveled. Everybody went travel. north, I think. Yes, we were all we all were in some Northern of us California. Went where the eagles were. Different. Some of us used eagles, and some of us went by land. Um, <laughs> Two by land, one by eagle. <laughs> you might actually know the answer to this, Cameron. Yes. In Lord of the Rings, I've heard of it. There's the eagles question that was that was made fun of, mm -hmm. but everybody's asked when we saw Fellowship the Musical. Do you know why they didn't just take the eagles in the first place? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please tell me. They didn't take the eagles because the eagles were fighting their own war. At least that's the answer I've heard most often. Where does that answer come from? Because I've read the books and I don't remember it, reading that. Is it from the Summer Indian? It, it must be. I, I will admit I have not read it myself. Which I have read that, that also, but I didn't make the connection. But yes, and there are probably people in this room that know this you know? better than me. But is it, that why? it is the war, right? What? Well, the war, but also... Um, it is the war. The, the eagles view the war the same way the ants do. Uh, so they want to be detached? No one's on their side specifically, so they don't have a side of good versus evil. So, until the end. Until the very end, because then they realize that it's the entire Middle Earth. That's so all of civilization is about to be wiped out, so then they're willing to hop in. Okay. We'll fly. Okay. Yeah. It's not Banjo-Kazooie up in here. They, they you know, that's they all good. can fly. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That answers my question. Where did you find that answer? Um, it's... Like, where did, where does the answer come from? Oh, um, there's some notes from... Uh, it's um, an appendix or something? It's an appendix. Okay, cool. <laughs> Dude had more appendixes than actual story. <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> I just didn't know where that came from, and I knew there Pendices. had to be a reason, Pendices. but uh, that's that's a very good question. Um, Bailey would like us to note that the anniversary of Geek's Corner memes is this coming Friday, so um, that's that's always an amazing thing and something that we look forward to a lot. And uh, thank you, Tyler. Um, <laughs> Tyler's back, so who knows what's going to happen tonight. Um, Hi, Tyler! Found the eagles answer for you. Oh, thank you. Okay. I see the link now. It says eagles answer. Beautiful. I didn't realize that you. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought you were just adding anyway. To the show let's order. move over from eagles to the falcon and specifically the <laughs> falcon. Speaking of birds of prey. <laughs> That was good. I didn't call your segue out because I wanted it to keep going. Oh, I did because I was so excited about it. Hey, when you got one, you got one. No, you're full of really uh, good segues. Anyway, Millennium Falcon is now available for all guests without reservations. They can just go into the land if it's um, Ooh, not completely full. Otherwise, they need to use these wonderful virtual queue things, and uh, or I guess they could get reservations for Ogas or yes. a two hundred dollar lightsaber. Yeah. 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 
and that would get you into the land also. But um, I think much to many people's surprise, uh, the first day without reservations went incredibly smoothly. Everything's okay. Um, other than filling up the land right at the beginning, the rest of the day was perfect. And, and in fact, I would even say the beginning was perfect because you got that wonderful sense of excitement of, hey, we're going into this land the first day without reservations. And there's 3,000 or however many of my, my new best friends that you are doing the same thing. Our land. And we're going to go in and join either the resistance or the first order and, and hopefully... There's another option. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. You could also be a scoundrel. Or you could be a scoundrel. Yes. Um, I was like, first of all... I had that all, title before. First of all... <laughs> there you go. But um, anyway, it went very smoothly uh, yesterday. And then I snuck in today and in an hour um, was able to it's basically... Yeah, it was amazing. Second <laughs> they said we don't want you sneaking around these parts. I don't know why they had an does accent. not have a sense of humor. It turns out. Well, you shouldn't do your own theme music, man. Like, <laughs> now that's something I want to see, <laughs> though. Are you saying that Mr. Dapsy's crumb? I think Cameron just pitched what his next Dapsy's short <laughs> film is <laughs> going to be. <laughs> I I I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate that it's June and we're still talking about our Dapsy short films, which means that they are coming back next year. Don't you think that needs that would to be, be a so thing? much fun? That needs to happen. Like subtle, like Disney bound cronk, and then walk around, and the stormtroopers come walking, so and they all just look at you like. So cronk would be part of the first order. I feel like. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Yeah, like he didn't know. He's he's in it. <laughs> there was a, a guy out front who said I could, uh, uh yeah, I enjoyed this thing. He had a badge. Uh, um, is it... Uh, cool helmet. I'm sorry, is it Kronk? <laughs> or is this Jurassic Park? Well, I was trying to go for Patrick Warner, oh, but maybe, it did go a little bit. Uh, maybe like, that's what the Dapsies needs to do next year. <laughs> everybody oh, has to. I just referenced like five or six yeah, things we're bad. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Oh, um, it hurts so much. Wait, this year's Dapsies needs Jurassic Park? No, needs somehow connected to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I, I, I think dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. And Star dinosaurs Wars. and stormtroopers. S dinosaurs and Star Wars. Dinos stormtrooper. Dino Wars. Dino Wars? <laughs> <laughs> it's like storage wars. Okay. All right, so we're going to um, open up this Cretaceous period unit. We don't know what's inside. <laughs> so back to Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> where I went today, and it really wasn't busy. It was a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> do you think, or when do you think it's going to get insanely busy? Is it going to be when all the passes are available into the parks, or um, when... Rise of the Resistance opens. Like, yes. what is your prediction? Because I am just baffled that it is still so comfortably quiet on Batuu. Do you mean, okay, well, the land? Or, yeah. okay, because we saw the virtual queuing yesterday yep. for the land. It was great. Which means, in theory, that is what it's going to look like when passes open up. Because yeah, but it, it'll, it could be like Fantasmic or World of Color where all the passes are gone by like 10 a.m., yeah. Or it could be one of those things like yesterday where you can still get to the park in early afternoon and still get into Galaxy's Edge. Or it could be a third thing completely where the first half of the day everybody's going after these things and then they get tired and by the evening you can get into the, but the lane. But I don't think at any point while you are on Batuu you will be suffering from crowds. No, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Um, but my question is, is the park, like it's a bigger picture than just Batuu, like 
when is the, the point galaxy. where you've got all of these people descending on Disneyland to get into the two? September. September. Or is there at all? I think it's going to be managed well. I I think you're right in that it's the, the, the past system they've set up has a natural fatigue for some people mm-hmm. to be set in, especially those with families, with young kids that can't maybe hold up. So it's been, I think it's been marshaled well. Um, I look to Wizarding World uh, uh, as an example of how that guest flow is being handled. Uh, they did something very similar when they opened up as far as people staging at the gates and they just did a line queue for when he could come in. But because they did that and there was that inherent built-in fatigue, the land never felt full, yet you still get an opportunity throughout the day to go in. So I think they'll handle it well. And when do you think the park, do you think the park is going to feel crowded or packed at some point as people try to get into this land? Or do you think it's just going to be a normal, hey, we're unblocked, we're all here? I think that, the latter. So you don't think there's going to be a sudden influx of... My my one guess is when we might see it get kind of busy is the D23 weekend. Yeah. Because you're going to have all these people come in from around the country, potentially around the world that are going to want their Disney fix because they've already flown all the way to Anaheim. And so I could see that weekend being a little bit insane. Um, On the flip side, you might have a bunch of Florida people like, I'm going to the one next week in Florida, which I actually think will probably be way busier than this one. But uh, we've already seen a lot of Floridians come here. We've seen a ton. Like I see all the time. I'm like, don't you live in Florida? People that are here because they wanted to see it first here. And I say, but honestly, if it opened in Florida first, I probably would have gone out there. And, but I've seen them know. not one time, not two times. I've seen them go multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Um, and so I think that when Galaxy's Edge opens at Hollywood Studios, I think that we're going to see a lot less people in hours. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. But we're also assuming getting a second attraction maybe around that time or maybe a month or so after and i have no clue what to expect and so it's like yeah another one's gonna open but then if we get a second attraction what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> like, I, mean, I i don't know it's a really weird place to be in because over the last however many years i've had a pass there's always been certain like trends and and um indicators you're like this happens so guests are going to do that and this is basically doing the exact opposite and it's been a very interesting thing to watch and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens as the summer ends and the SoCal passes and the, you know everybody is open up to to come into the park the other thing that I'm worried about adding on to what I just said to go back on my words um <laughs> is that I'm worried that the Floridians that were out for the opening Flirty. are then they're gonna get theirs but then come back again for the new things that we get. So I like. Oh, I don't. The rise the resistance. And yeah. Whatnot. Yeah. I don't like know. I. Quick stop back by home. Feed their gators and spaceships and come on back. <laughs> their gators and their their spaceships. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I'm just so, and everything that's happened so far has completely been the opposite of what we have expected. So honestly, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's that's the long story short. Only the ancients know. Uh, Mike says, I think that maybe the casual visitor may wait to August for the opening of Rise of the Resistance um, for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to truly be busy. And it's really what we're talking about is the park trying to get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because they're doing a fantastic job managing it. And and the one thing I would say is for all of the, um, the I don't know if it's... Uh, 
the armchair quarterbacking of how Disney has been opening attractions in the last year or two. Mm -hmm. um, you look at what they did with Pixar Pier, and at the time it was like, oh, you couldn't finish the project in time, which is very possible. But it set a wonderful precedent for what we're seeing now in Galaxy's Edge. And it's if they hadn't had Pixar Pier open in phases like it is, mm -hmm. can you imagine the uproar we would be having right now for Rise of the Resistance not opening with the land? Whereas right now, I actually think it's kind of a blessing for us that it's not open, and it gives us something more to look forward to. And honestly, if I were Disney, I would push it back as far as I could, yeah. because you're getting that much more energy and reasons to come into the land. And you bring up a good point. It's not just theme parks that are taking this model. This is also, in the last few years, become the video game model with DLC. Yep, oh, um, totally. They are learning how to, rather than that one big punch release, they are learning how to kind of disperse it a little bit so that they're hitting multiple peaks on the way down. Um, I mean, it's from from a uh, business standpoint, that sounds like a wonderful choice. You get more publicity as more things open up. You get repeat customers that are interested in seeing the thing first just because it's the first one to be there. And if I were in Florida, I would push it out till next year if I could for Rise of the Resistance um, just because I think it would probably double up on that and uh, you get those once a year people would have even more of a chance or reason to come but back. Could you imagine what would happen at Hollywood Studios if Runaway Railway and Rise of the Resistance opened at the same time? <laughs> it might be perfect. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, to but it, it might actually be perfect. Who knows? All right, let's move on. We uh, mentioned briefly D23 Expo. It's coming in August. And uh, with the D23 Expo, we won't be the only ones there, but The Simpsons will be as well. It's and just us and the Simpsons. That's that's it. all it is. One battle, <laughs> one may leave. So first off, were you surprised by this announcement? Not necessarily as in, I don't think it's inappropriate in any way and it makes sense, but it wasn't on my radar at all. No. Like when you were thinking about D23 last week, were you thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to go see The Simpsons? No. Were you? I, I won't say I specifically had the thought, that's... But, it, but it does not surprise me. I thought we were going to get newer Fox properties. I, I was surprised that they, I mean, this is a legacy Fox property in many respects, but um, um, I didn't I didn't anticipate this one, I guess. I'm betting they're going to Star Wars the heck out of it. I mean, when they acquired Star Wars, when they you acquired Marvel, well. when they acquired all, it's the same thing where like, we got a, a new shiny thing that's actually a very old thing you already have a lot of nostalgia attached to. Here's what we're going to do with it now. And people love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think there's any problem with bringing him to the D23 Expo? I personally don't, but... I don't see a problem at all. Are you going to want to go to that panel? Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't... You know, I would simply because the voice... It's... There is some amazing some, talent. That's what yeah, the top, absolutely. So it's, it's the same thing as, like, even though I am a diehard Disney fan, if I got the opportunity to meet Mel Blanc, I would drop everything to oh, do absolutely. it. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's exactly that. Like, the, the six people that have been running... 300 people through the simpsons for how many sure. years it's a, a mac running alone just oh yeah it's just insane. insane and i would love to see that i would love to be able to experience the nostalgia meets whatever disney's going to do with the next feeling that's going to be in that room. can you imagine the amount of laughter that's you know there's a chemistry in that oh definitely cast and just putting them all on a panel and who knows what's going to happen? I was actually watching something with one of the voices from The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of like a goes through his iconic characters type thing. And he said that at one point, 
there was a character for the first like three or so seasons that had voiced a character and they just replaced him with this guy and he was like oh i'm doing this entirely different thing this oh yeah he wasn't nice we didn't we didn't like him so it's all like it's a if you don't work well with us yeah. mm -hmm. so i'd imagine that if you get the cast of the simpsons together they're having a great time and it's i'm sure it's going to be a ton of fun i agree they have straight up killed characters on the show because they no longer wanted to work with those voice actors. It's very interesting. Yeah. I like that uh, way of and working. Speaking of death. I'm, I, are, we they, getting, are we getting written off the show? Yes, absolutely. I think we're getting written off the show. It's you brutal. didn't know this, but Geek's Corner is scripted. Hi. <laughs> this my, moment right here, it was actually on this page. My name is Abernathy Jones. Right I'm there. the voice actor that's been playing Cameron for six years. Um, this is all I <laughs> The social media affront. Yes. Um, speaking of death. Um, what? I, I, this is something that I think is very important to point out. That there's there's a minor uproar from people who are complaining about the non-Disney nature of the Simpsons brand mm -hmm. being involved. And it's not much, unfortunately, that a lot of people are getting it. However, I actually expected more than I, there is. Same. But uh, the people who are complaining, I, I encourage them to look back at the Disney <laughs> canon and compare the edginess of the Simpsons to some of the things that Disney has done over its own Can we history. just go... I think you can end it with Disney's first animated feature, Snow White. Yep. Done. Yep, Case yep. closed. It's... They, Case open? They're fine. It's good. What was good. the box for, people? What was the box for? The queen's box that she gives the hunt. For cutting out a heart and putting cutting it in Cutting out a heart it. and yeah. putting it... It's not brutal. just cutting out any heart. Your stepdaughter's heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, we will keep moving Spoilers. on from there. <laughs> Spoilers. You didn't know that? No, she said so. Oh, she, she said, doesn't, have, the issue she doesn't have a problem with that. All right, moving over to Disneyland. Uh, Main Street Cinema has lost its merchandise. It is no longer a store. Ooh. It was one of um, what we assume will be multiple attempts to get more people to go into Main Street Cinema. And really, I think this is the future of Disney. If there's not people in an area they're going to try to get people in said area because then they can get more people in the park mm -hmm. and um and cameron had an interesting perspective he brought up on this um to me last week and i'm gonna let you take it from there what like, if bees had french accents so the bee movie but in french oh. <laughs> or just the overdose so, <laughs> like anyway main street cinema go so friends here, here's a very important caveat for the beginning of this discussion. Caveat away. I agree that it was a poor decision for merchandise to be inside of the cinema. Let me start with that. I actually agree with that. Thank you for starting with he's that. He's doing this. That's you know he's serious. The reactionary nature of people complaining about things influencing large creative corporations is a very bad thing. Very, very bad. As when the populace at large does not give creatives room to create or to explore their venues or their space or anything involved with them providing something new to the consumer, by just reacting to it, we don't get new things. This is bad. This is very, very bad. Can it's you say it like Sala? Very bad. Thank um, you. So it's... <laughs> The, the problem isn't speaking out against what you don't like. That I would not have a platform or any articles if I couldn't speak out against things I didn't like. The problem is if you have a snap judgment against uh, of something that is different than what you've come to expect, it trains large corporations like Disney to never try anything new or surprising or innovative. And if that happens too much, 
we don't get things like Galaxy's Edge. We don't get interesting aspects of Marvel Land. We're just going to get prepackaged things that they know you've accepted in the past, and that leads to nothing fun. And, and you get more dies. stuff from other parks. And, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, I agree. You, while there is a point to be said for uh, disagreeing with things and making that known, it's, if it's less than twenty four hours after something has changed and you cause them to change back their decision as a reactionary defense mechanism. That's a bad, bad place to be both as consumers and for a corporation. Well, I think it's okay to give your displeasure yes. in a civil and um, well-thought-out way, but the whole, like, Disney's ruining everything mm -hmm. and, and making it into a personal attack. At the end of the day, I have never met anybody that works for Disney that's like, hey, I'm going to go ruin Disney today. Like, <laughs> that's not why they work <laughs> Like, I just... I'm going to ruin that family's day. It's going to be great. <laughs> that's why I work at Disneyland. No, that's not how it works. They're all there because at some level, they believe in what Walt Disney started. And maybe it's a different belief at a different part of what Walt created. You know, there are different passion points and that should be celebrated. Um, does that mean we're all going to like them and agree with them? Absolutely not. And um, and I think this is where it comes down to you have two very strong mechanisms when you don't like something at Disney. The first is, is you go very civilly and very politely say, hey, I don't like this or hey, this concerns me at City Hall or you write it in on Disneyland.com or WaltDisneyWorld.com, whatever it is. And you do it in a way that's very respectful and and decent. And that's, oh, every time I've done that, I've gotten really positive responses. And, and quite often, it's led to change. The other thing you can do is you can uh, take this thing that I have in my back pocket, which is called a wallet, and go spend it somewhere else. And, and that, honestly, is going to be the biggest way to make things happen and to change. Because when you're walking out, you see these people with little notepads that we see people avoid all the time. And frankly, getting your email into that little notepad is a, or iPad, whatever they are, mm -hmm. is a great thing because they're going to send you questions and they're going to ask for your opinions and you get to share your opinions. And Disney does a lot based off of market research mm -hmm. like that. And, and both they are, are the leaders in market research, actually. Right. As a corporation in general, they listen to people more than any other corporation. And then they in the world. teach other corporations how to do this. And, and so really, when you see these things that you don't like, it probably means somebody else had a different opinion than you and shared it with Disney, whereas maybe you walked the other way when the person said, hey, can I have a minute of your time? And, and we're all guilty of this. Like, there's always that time where you're like, I'm just trying to get to dinner. Like, <laughs> I'm just hungry. When we're hungry? It's hard to... to... We can't ask each other questions. Who's yeah. Is that the royal way here? But um, yeah, when 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 the royal we is hungry, when we are hungry, when you have a group of people at Disneyland and eighty percent or more of them are hungry, you do not stop for anything. For 80 of the group. Um, I'm always eighty yeah. percent of the group. If <laughs> Katie's right. hungry, just get food, just go. But anyway, all that to say, a store in Main Street Cinema, bad idea. But also reacting in a very, um, I don't know if antagon antagonistic. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Antagonistic way. Um, whether it's it's name calling or it, it's just accusatory not behavior. accusatory behavior. Great, great word. Thank That's you. not a good thing either. Mm. And <laughs> and I actually think both of them don't work so well. Um, uh, you you brought we get... up a really really good point I one. that I do want to touch on. Okay, um, and then we're gonna move on. Yes. So you you mentioned the dollar voting thing, and this yeah. is something to really think about. If um, good job. It, we. We have a reactionary thing that closed down the store in about 24, 48 hours. Yeah. I guarantee they're going to be trying something new in that same location 
probably within a couple of months. They already are. Yeah. So they they had today, maybe it's yesterday. It now appears on the Disneyland app as a an attraction with zero wait time. Yes. And they have new benches in there too. So I, so it's changing the nature of it, maybe leading to something that's even less beneficial than originally wanted. Now. If instead of reacting like that, the public at large had decided, we don't want this in here, so let's not support it financially, uh, I guarantee if Disney was making only 10 to 20% of sales goals for whatever they had set for that store... I think that a, happened also. In a, in a week or two, if they'd left it up and that happened, they would have removed it and probably left it exactly the way it was. I observed it for just a few minutes the day it opened, maybe 10 minutes or so, and I didn't see a single person well, buy anything. And, and if, it, if we had just voted for that with our money rather than our mouths it would have changed it back rather than encouraging a different approach. And if you truly wanted to be left the way it was, easier way would have just been- And I see positions. both Steven and Mike are, are saying basically the same thing, that yes. vote with your dollar by not paying there as well. And um, I think that probably also indicated or helped influence the decision for uh, Disney. All right, very quickly, Disney Pixar's new film, Soul, is going to be hitting theaters next summer. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, I'm gonna read the, the description really quick and it says ever wonder where your passion your dreams and your interests come from what is what is it that makes you you in 2020 pixar animation studios takes you on a journey from the streets of new york city to the cosmic realms to discover the answers to life's most important questions soul is directed by two-time academy award winner pete doctor and produced by academy award nominee uh, dana murray and that's uh, pal right uh lou no. lou 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 and um to me the concept coupled with the director, I think this is going to be potentially one of my favorite Pixar films. And this without knowing anything else about this, that's my prediction. With Pete Doctor behind it, I'm incredibly excited. And I just like the idea of, of going from New York to Cosmic Realms to discover what makes you you. Yeah. Like, it's weird enough that I'm like, okay, sign me up. What do you think, Cameron? So... This is the same compliment I can give to Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yep. Which is the most pretentious thing you can do as a writer is to <clears throat> write yourself into your work. He's the rare exception that can pull that off. Yep. Pixar does what every terrible artist does, which is talk about the things immediately present to them. Emotions, or their soul, or these things that are like right here tangibly. It's like the- Toys. The, yeah, it's like the first the first bad thing a writer can do is to try to... Do the first idea you have. Yeah, just explain this like lofty concept of something that everyone can experience but yeah. is ethereal and usually done very poorly. The, Pixar gets a pass because they're the only ones that can pull it off really well. And, for and the, they consistently do. And that the, the specific example I'm looking at is... Um, uh, name, emotions... Inside out. Thank you very much. Um, they did conceptually emotions in a visually interesting and narratively Which was fantastic also way. Doctor and yeah, and exactly. So for the very very difficult concept of a soul, I'm all on board. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think we're all excited about this. Comes out June nineteenth, twenty twenty. And finally, this Friday on the twenty eighth of June in twenty nineteen, Avengers Endgame Bring Back Event starts, which means that you get to watch. Three hours of Marvel awesomeness again. Marvel awesomeness. Yes, Marvelosity. Um, see a sneak peek of Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home. Um, I think you get an un introduction. Is it by Joe? Yeah, yeah, it was an intro by is one it of the Joe Russo? brothers, I believe. Yeah. Do you remember Tyler? By Joe Rody. 
Sure. Uh, that one. <laughs> it's one of the Russo brothers. I, I don't watch that. Not hard. Joe Rody goes. Hey, Anthony. Um, Anthony Russo is going to do um, an introduction, and that. there's going to be an unfinished, deleted scene from the film that's yes. shown. Um, is this just a money grab, or is this something that people actually want? Yes. Both. I agree. <laughs> I also love the idea. I don't know why in my brain. Um, I think it's probably because we were talking about Pixar, but you said an unfinished deleted scene, and I pictured it as a um, like Pixar unrendered, not animated. But then I was like, oh, these are real people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. I forgot. <laughs> but imagine like sketches and like voices, but just rough sketches. Then I was like, oh wait. These are these are human. I just want the thirty out takes of them blowing a taco. Unless on they have some Hulk scene. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk scene would be hilarious. And then one with Scott is like crying over his taco. <laughs> Alright, so um we all know this is probably about no, it's really about getting uh Avengers Endgame over the mark that Avatar currently has. Um will it do it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's gonna I happen. How one long? way or another. One weekend or two? I'm gonna find you. It'll take two. You think I'm, it'll I'm take thinking two. two. Okay. Two. I think I think you're probably right as well. Yeah. But they go and do it. Um, it'll <laughs> probably happen sometime during uh, the Fourth of July weekend because people go see movies and this is a very Disney? good Fourth of July. And then oh, Disney's gonna take out that big peacock feather and put it in their hat. And, and then Disney's gonna go. We got a Pandora and we got a Marvel superhero campus. We win. <laughs> we have right. a Hulk. That is correct. So uh, let us know what you think about this in the comments, and uh, and we will continue to report on this story when it passes. Avatar. When it comes to pass. When it comes to pass. All right, Cameron. You should go to thegeekscorner.com. That is thegeekscorner.com. <clears throat> Learn all of the most interesting things about us talking because we find ourselves interesting and talk a lot. Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list and find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We've got lots of content going on this summer. We got Star Wars Galaxy's Edge stuff. We've got uh, college band college band stuff. We'll have D twenty three coverage later in the summer. You Emotional won't want to miss any of it. Yep, that's coming up very soon as well. Uh, don't miss any of it. But that is all the time we have for you tonight. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.